Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 213, and today we'll be talking about the OKKO episode, Crossover Nexus. I'm GC13. I'm Isabel. And I'm Sophia. So, uh, sometimes we like to check in on OKKO to see how Mr. Ian Jones Cordy is doing, but this time they've made it directly relevant by the inclusion of Garnet as Steven Universe's portion of the crossover. Yeah, show creators, take note. This is how you do a crossover episode. I'm not going to bring up the crossover that shall not be named. Oh, you mean the fantastic one? No, GC. (laughs) Oh, I know. I mean, I'm just saying, the crossover that shall not be named was fantastic as a crossover. Whether or not people like the show that it was a crossover with, it was a good crossover. Okay, listen. Uncle Grandpa which, like, hurts me to say those words in succession, (laughs) is such a hard character to watch exist, especially in a show I hold so near and dear to my heart. It's just, I don't know, something (laughs) about that type of cartoon character is just fundamentally highly annoying to me. Very unappealing. Well, I know someone who didn't have a good morning. The day the episode came out, yeah. I was expecting a new Steven Universe, and I got that. <laughs> Don't worry, Sophia, none of it was canon. Well, now we're in the middle. What are we on, like, day 85 of the hiatus? So I'm pretty happy with just about any Steven Universe content, especially one that was done so nicely. Yeah. Did you not like the crossover episode? I, I can't say I'm enthused by it, which is which makes it so hard and painful to read. Uh, you know, Ian Jones Cordy has a thread on Twitter where he talks about all the love and hard work that went into making it. And I'm like, eh, it's an okay episode. I really wish Cartoon Network had gone with their 22-minute vision, though, because, I mean, four yeah. shows in 11 minutes is kind of a lot, especially when they just added in just this fifth element, this brand new villain out of nowhere. So that's a lot to build up in 11 minutes. Yeah, that's true. It felt, like, really, really short. I would say. Like, some Steven Universe episodes, you're like, holy crap, they fit that in 11 minutes? But, yeah, this episode felt incredibly short. I would have liked a little bit more time. Especially, like, build all their relationships and stuff. I liked their kind of dynamic, you know, I mean, obviously, especially Garnet, who was, like, being the mm-hmm. mom. I will say this, I loved the name drop of, okay, KO, let's yes. be heroes. <laughs> that, that one was, was cute. Yeah. <laughs> also, when they combined, like, the, the different show titles think it was like okay ben let's go universe <laughs> yeah i think so i mean but eh, watching it the second time it definitely felt a lot better than watching it the first if i had only watched this once and then recorded the podcast right then i would have been pretty negative but a second time i've, I've mellowed out a bit well i mean they keep on referencing that they want to bring back the original teen titans which is just like <sighs> the worst that's sadistic Like, they know what the old fans think of the remake. And the fact that they keep on, like, referencing the old show. At the end of the movie, they had, like, a little thing where the original Teen Titans were like, we think we found a way to come back. Like, if that doesn't (laughs) actually happen, I'm rioting. Oh, did you you like the part where... Raven accidentally almost went back to the regular Teen Titans universe? Yeah, that's why I'm bringing it up. (laughs) Did you ever see that... A giant, it was like this giant display at a con 
And it's just giant art display of all the regular Teen Titans beating up their Teen Titans Go Cowboys, (laughs) except for the two Starfires who are just like being best of friends with each other. Yeah. And I think I think that's why Raven didn't want to go back to the regular Teen Titans universe, because she knows what's gonna happen. (laughs) She's gonna get (laughs) the crap kicked out of her. Yeah. So Yeah, Yeah. I mean my controversial opinion. And then they also have the live action. Is it gonna be a show or a movie? I have no knowledge of this. Oh, the yeah. Titans? Yeah, it's a show. Yeah, it's a show. I actually, like, am not... Everyone hated it. And I'm sort of just like, well, Starfire looks super cool. Reimagined is that type of character. And I mean, yes, they were super edgy, but they're teenagers. I don't mind when teenagers are, like, super edgy and goth and, like... But what's Slade's excuse? Yeah, well... Uh... Yeah, but that's the thing. He's the villain. When you're an adult and you're supposed to be, like, in society, like, being, like, super edgy, it's like, okay, dude, come on. Like, when you're a kid, like, obviously you're just trying to discover yourself and all that, but seeing, like, a 30-year-old being, no one understands how I feel. Like, there's 7 billion people on the planet, dude. Chances are, yeah, and, you know, using your edgy edgy feelings and taking it out on others is like not impressive oh, I, I will say this i i don't watch the new ben 10 series but i loved the forearms voice and how it was his main voice throughout this episode it's pretty good what how many ben 10 remakes have there been um, oh like different series I think there are at least three separate continuities. I know. Okay, so there's the old one that I watched when I was a kid. There was the aged up one that I also watched when I was a kid, where they had the guy named Kevin that was a jerk, who was, I think, dating Gwen. It was very unclear. And then they have this remake, so that's at least three, but I'm pretty sure there's more. Hmm. We're a cartoon podcast. How do we not know this? We're a Steven Universe podcast, not not a Cartoon Network podcast. Okay, let's see. Ben 10, the original, 2005 to 2008. Ben 10, Alien Force, 2008 mm-hmm. to 2010. Ben 10, Ultimate Alien, 2010 to 2012. Ben 10, Omniverse, 2012 to 2014. And then Ben 10, the reboot, which I think is what is airing now, 2016 to the present. Bruh, that's like every two to three years since 2005, there has been a remake. <laughs> that's five Ben 10 shows. Yeah, when's Generator Rex getting a reboot? No, when's Se- forget oh. Generator Rex. When's Secret Saturday's getting a reboot? That they. <gasps> when is Chowder coming back? <gasps> Flapjack. <laughs> Flapjack. There must oh. be a Secret Saturday's reference in the crossover Nexus, but it got cut, which is what? a shame. Oh. Oh, and you want to talk about references that should never have been there? There is an exed out black hat statue in this and i'm like for oh. one black hat is not a hero uh, two <laughs> if strike could summon black hat that would have been the last thing he ever did i mean he would have had just about two seconds to realize what a big mistake he had just made <clears throat> so i like the fan theory that black hat noticed the portal and then threw in a crummy statue of himself that he didn't like anyway I'm trying to think what else aired on cartoon network what was another good show that aired on cartoon network besides teen titans courage the cowardly dog yeah, Where's obviously my reboot? Symbionic Titan needs its second season. Mm-hmm. At least Ilana got like front and center treatment with that big group, like with I Am Weasel in it. Was Samurai Jack on Cartoon Network? It was, right? Yeah, yeah. it was, but the the last season aired on Adult Swim. 
Yeah, but they finished it. I think, like, yeah. I was not into it as a kid or as an adult, I guess, but they had, um, like, cut it off at a weird time and they just decided to finish it. So, I guess, yeah. Samurai Jack got its due respect. Only three more Hotel Transylvanias until Symbionic Titan gets its due respect. <sighs> Gargoyles! Was that on Cartoon Network? Oh, that that's Disney. Disney. But there were the. It, it was done in, like, that DC style, like the. The Batman? Justice League. Oh my god, I watched the Justice League so much. The Batman animated yeah. show. So, you know, this is this is like nitpicking time. You know, you know how they like recreated the the Cartoon Network city from from the old school, uh, I think they're called bumpers. It oh, has they have Ed Townsville Eddie. City Hall in it. Right. And I'm like So, did we see any of the Powerpuff Girls? I don't remember <sighs> seeing their statues. I mean, they did have that reboot that no one liked. <laughs> I think I remember that they yes. twerked in it. Yep, that's that. That's like the one thing anyone can tell you about that series. <laughs> they twerked in the Powerpuff Girls reboot. I like I, I like <gasps> Man Boy. He's funny. Yeah, Ed, Ed, Nettie. I mean, they have um the show that they just made, Craig of the Creek, which is the same kind of spirit as Ed, Ed, Nettie, just not as like mean. Yeah, you have uh, yeah. Kelsey. Kelsey is a prominent statue. Oh, I didn't know that. I did not go through like frame by frame to see them all, but they got they put some old Cartoon Network in there, like Boomer oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They even had like really obscure ones, like Mike Lou and Og and like the Moxie Show. Like whoa, that's really obscure stuff. <laughs> Tom and Jerry was Cartoon Network, right? Uh, Hanna Barbera. Yeah. It was acquired by Cartoon Network and aired like crazy by Cartoon Network, but it's not a CN original. Hmm. Oh man, they were talking in the... For anyone who hasn't gone through the Ian Jones Cordy Twitter thread about this episode, I, I recommend doing it because he shares some interesting tidbits like to get I Am Weasel's mouth animation. Like they had no access to the warehouse that had all the old you know, archival information from I Am Weasel. So mm. to do his mouth, they had to use archive.org to get old snapshots of the Cartoon Network website and piece together his mouth animation from the stuff that had been posted there. Why couldn't they... Why couldn't... They work for Cartoon Network. It's not like it's... Co don't I don't know. Don't know. They likened the they likened the warehouse to something that you'd find on Indiana Jones. But Cartoon Network owns it. Well, they they also mentioned having to go through like legal to get the rights to use every single character, so I don't know. It's the same Don't know. <laughs> Bureaucracy's weird. Like I mean that. it's not like Oh, Cartoon Network's owned by Warner Brothers, which is owned by Time Warner Cable, so technically they could put Harry Potter in there. Like that would that that's too much of a stretch, but it air it's the same cartoon. Show. Okay, KO can cross over with basically anything. It's a very amorphous setting. I've not watched enough of that. All I know is that there was a furry episode. That's what people keep telling me. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> the, that's we've got fleas. Oh yeah. Now I'm imagining Harry Potter making a cameo in I don't know, like the Amazing World of Gumball or something. <laughs> and it's like, well, Time Warner owns it. 
Well, I mean, Gumball did get to be featured as one of the many heroes that Ben turned into on his way to deliver the hero punch. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. I noticed that one. Yeah, he also turned a buttercup. Oh, there was a Powerpuff Girls reference. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think I saw that one. Yeah, I noticed the bear. Um, yeah, Grizz. 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 When we bear bears. There were a lot of them, especially at the end. I saw Monkey. Oh my god, from my gym partner's a monkey. No, no, from Dexter. Oh, from Dexter. Oh. Well, my gym partner's a monkey is also a show that I th- did, GC, Mr. Encyclopedia, did it air on Cartoon Network? Yes. It did air on Cartoon Network? Yeah, so where is those super obscure Cartoon Network uh, shows? I don't think gym partner is obscure. No. It was kind of obscure. They all were- No. Naked Animals was a different one. Now that I, I remember, I remember that one. Just not what network it was on. That one would be more obscure. I thought it was like almost Naked Animals. They were in their underwear. Yeah, th- yeah. I was about to say it's like oh, the monkey in their underwear, and I'm like, no, that's a different show about animals. Hmm. So speaking of that, do we do we have any actual thoughts about crossover nexus, Isabel? Wow, like I didn't expect it to be a crossover of like all of CN. I thought it was just those four shows. That they advertised, so yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting uh, conceit. Again, really, they should just make a crossover Nexus series. That would be great. That oof. I mean, just use this episode as a proof yes. of concept okay, for the fact go. that getting having a special world where all of the Cartoon Network properties can interact with each other. That's, and then yes. apparently they, they go back to their own worlds and think it was all just a dream. Uh, if KO is anything to go by. I mean, it, it really works for Garnet's character, though. Like, she would totally go back to Beach City and everyone's like, hey, Garnet, how's your day? And she's like, meh, and never tells anybody. It'd be, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. it'd be like Judge Dredd uh, at the end of the new movie. Eh, another day at the office. That's not what he says. Yeah, but. and it's like that. I that's what I really liked. How it really didn't mess with the canon and these precious worlds of our favorite cartoons. Like it, it did its own thing, and it really worked with the characters. Like Garnet would totally go back and never say anything about it, and it, and it works. Like you could kind of almost think of it as canon in your own head, you know. But obviously, the 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 Uncle Grandpa crossover was just 11 minutes of hell. It was hard to watch. Be fair, like, at least 20 seconds of that was good because Amethyst did eat Pizza Steve. And, okay, some of the Pearl expressions was good. Was good. <laughs> this is our <laughs> new home now. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, Dee Dee Magno Hall is, <laughs> does nothing but the best Pearl voice possible. No one can ever top Pearl's character. Like, they can't... If they reboot Steven's universe, heaven forbid, they, there's just... They'd have to get D.D. Magno Hall back. Pearl on Broadway win. But... Yeah. This is how you do a crossover. You, you you make it work with the universes that they come from. I liked Raven's explanation for why Stryker was doing He's just, you know, evil. It's his thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, Raven's like, why do bad guys do bad things? It's it's just what they do. I mean, they're, they're bad guys. It's in the name. Yeah, we like <laughs> we obviously didn't incorporate the depth from the previous show. Like, what what are you expecting here? He's just yeah. evil. <laughs> Three-dimensional villains? Pfft, not in go. What? <laughs> <laughs> so 
So what do you guys think about the canon fact we learned about Garnet? That she needs her glasses to focus and do her future vision. Prescription? That was just, that was cute. And her little blush, too. It's like, yeah, like she's uh-huh. embarrassed. That's so good. That was really good. I really like that joke. And I mean, I, I guess it could be to focus her future vision. In but the we've sense- seen her, we've yeah. seen her do it without it. She takes off her glasses to open her third eye and channel her future vision. Yeah. That happens. So clearly it's sort of like a... Not a canon fact that we learned. That in fact conflicts with canon. Yeah. Maybe her glasses are sort of like to calm her third eye. Kind of like Cyclops needs something so he doesn't zap people all the time. Yeah, exactly. Like like you don't want to be staring at the future every second. Like you want to be able to turn it off. You know, to function in everyday life. Not just being like... It's like Intrusive Thought City, where suddenly you get to see the future of yourself sticking your hand down the garbage disposal. Hmm. Well, I'm not going to do that. I'm not projecting. There's an episode of Rocco's Modern Life you wouldn't like at all. There's a lot of stuff that shows garbage disposal. Yeah. Uh, The Incredibles did the garbage disposal where she stuck her suit in it. (laughs) That was good. Does Ben have a canon age? Is he ten years old in canon? Was was that a yeah? Yeah, he's ten years in the old. first series. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, how would he not be ten years old? Maybe like every year he gains another alien. <laughs> and also, he turns into aliens. Garnet is an alien. Could he turn into like a gem? I mean, probably. He has a rock person, so, I mean, she's hard True. light, but she's projected by a rock, so I don't see why he couldn't. He could make a gemstone that would project itself. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why he couldn't become a garnet. <laughs> He'd have to become a ruby and a sapphire, already fused. Oh, man, that, they really should have found a way to have K.O. and ruby. Hang on. I mean, if oh, I would have, I would have yeah. let them do just Ruby instead of Garnet, just for that interaction. That's true. I would have liked that episode too. And like Sapphire doesn't show up, but Ruby pulls out like a little picture of her. She's like, "Look at my wife." She didn't get turned into the moon or anything, but <laughs> that's real funny. Uh, but yeah, Charlene is fantastic. I mean, she's a great Ruby. She's a great Chloe. She's a great Alice. Ruby pulling out a picture and saying, look at my wife, is 110% canon. So, that's just, like... Now all she has to do is say she's retiring next week. (laughs) No, and then get shot in a phone booth. So, any more thoughts about Crossover Nexus? Um, I'd watch more of it. Yeah, again, I I think they should consider putting together a Crossover Nexus cartoon that's, like, its own thing. Maybe it could be, like, over the garden wall where it airs in the commercial breaks. Hmm. Hmm. They could do- they could take the episodes and carve them up into short pieces. Yeah. Hmm. That'd be interesting. I mean, hey, Cartoon Network. They got all these interesting properties and you still got access to the voice actors. I say make it happen. Yeah. And I would say, for Steven Universe, it would have to be Garnet every time. Because all the other characters, like- they bring it up. I mean, you you could just have it be non-canon to the shows that it's from, so you could bring whoever. But it's more fun when it, like, could work. Theoretically. Mm. I mean, then then why couldn't you send Steven or send Pearl? I mean, the, the only problem is you might interfere with the 
you know, direction that show is going. Yeah, so. exactly. So it's like, and they would bring it up. Like, it would be significant to the plot. I feel like Garnet being so stoic works really well with her just sometimes popping into another conglomerate universe. Yeah, she she is the one who goes on the solo missions all the time. Ooh, they could they could have it be Rose who is the one who sometimes comes out. Uh, um, that's heavy. She, she kept secrets. She did keep Ooh. secrets, but that would have to be like the past. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, it's just it it has shows from all over the place, so you could have Rose and Garnet interacting with each other in the in the crossover nexus. I think that would have to be like after we get more development of Rose, because yeah. right now her past is, and the past personality is kind of yeah. dubious. Like, we're still trying to learn what she was actually like. Yeah. But that would She's be... She's a very good actress. <laughs> Critical Steven Universe lore learned in a weird crossover episode where she high-fives Raven from Teen Titans Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they could introduce a canon fact, like... In the in the crossover nexus, oh, there's a uh, where uh, some some design like she she bases the light cannon off of something she sees in crossover nexus. Yeah, she, like, she oh, I have the I just got the best idea for a weapon. She sees Ben Ten and she's like, oh, a child. I'd love to have one of those someday. Okay, now we we know sour cream <laughs> was the inspiration for Steve, <laughs> but then we could bizarrely imply that it was also Ben Ten. <laughs> like a child who's a human and an alien hmm, hmm. well I, I i just thought that, that was something only humans could do but this bears examining <laughs> god see no this is great this is cartoon network take note unless juicy edits this all out in which case i'm disappointed oh. in you this part will make it in but some <laughs> of some of your other tomfoolery is probably on the cutting room floor please leave some of the tomfoolery well, some of it's good, but some of it's a little bit too off the beaten path. If it's talking about cartoons, it's relevant. I'm just saying, where's my Uncle Grandpa SWAT Cats crossover? Uncle That's Grandpa the- can <laughs> die in a cold grave. Actually, I don't think Uncle Grandpa can die. He will I die. Think he's immortal. That's a promise. Sophia, <laughs> Sophia has her, her cross and her wooden stake. At the ready. <laughs> I, I got my crucifix. You won't be the first to try, Sophia. I will be the first to succeed. Okay. You know what I have to say to you, then? Good morning. What? <laughs> I almost blew out my microphone with that gag. What? There we go. Uh, that's in the red. Okay, guys, though. That's been us on Crossover Nexus. Join us next week. Until then, I'm GC13. I'm Isabel. And I'm Sophia. Leave us a review on iTunes. Bye-bye. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.